Hello and welcome back to another episode of Project Deep End, the show about building a pool service business. I'm your host, Dave, and today is Wednesday. Uh, it has been a while since we have talked. Um, I really have just been focusing on the business, uh, and I didn't really have too much to talk about. And, you know, before I took my break, I had let you guys know that the original goal uh, for Project Deep End was uh, to do this for a year. Um, it was just for fun, and it still is just for fun. Uh, but now that I've done that first year, and I've posted as many times as I have, I've kind of come to the end of it thinking, you know, number one, I still really like this, but um, I don't know if the cadence that I was at is the cadence that I'm going to continue, because, you know, the reality is, is it takes quite a bit of time to make these. I don't do very much editing, as you can tell, uh, but it still takes time to record them, and that's kind of time not well spent. Um, I, w- I wouldn't go as far as to say it was wasted, because again, everybody should be able to have I think you should have personal hobbies and projects and I think it's totally healthy and and good. Um, But at the same time, you know, generally speaking, I'm doing this during working hours. When I get a little break, I go on a little drive and then I, you know, I speak my truth. Uh, But, you know, that's kind of how this goes. And, uh, you know, so number one, I kind of want to use my time during the days uh, a little bit more efficiently a little bit more focused on the thing that actually makes me money uh, and less on the sort of recreation. But I still want to make these because I I do enjoy um, talking to you guys. I I do enjoy sort of recapping where I'm at, what I'm thinking. And I think, you know, later on down the line, um, I'm going to really be, I'm going to be really happy that I have these because I'll be able to look back at this time period. You know, not now, I'm 34 now. I just mean like, you know, when I'm 50, I'm going to look back and I'll be able to remember so much more. I think I'm going to be really happy that I made these uh, because then uh, when I'm 50, you know, if I'm lucky enough to make it that far, I'll be able to just sort of relive this. So I I really do like these, but um, I think I need to be a little bit more careful about the balance in, you know, how much time I spend on it. Um, The other uh, reason I want to change the cadence is I did find towards the end of the year last year, um, this sort of just became my platform to complain about things, and, and that's no good. Uh, I, I don't want to be just bitching and moaning uh, about things, uh, you know, instead of just working on them and trying to fix them or improve or uh, all that good stuff. So I want to be really, I want to be a little bit more careful about, you know, how much bitching I do on, on this. Um, now, that doesn't mean that things don't get hard, and I'm not going to just you know, sugarcoat it when it gets hard, but you know, it's hard every day. Uh, and so it's not, you know, I'm not really telling anybody anything they don't know. Uh, so yeah. And then finally, uh, one last kind of thought about, you know, the cadence and, and where I see this podcast going and where compared to where it came from is, you know, this, this podcast has definitely been for me, um, this whole, this whole time. Uh, and, and it still is, uh, largely, but I've also kind of gotten to the point now where, you know, I, I see the numbers. I see people are actually listening to this. And, and the people who are uh, listening, they listen to the, you know, the whole episode and, or, or at least a lot of it. And that that's pretty cool. Uh, I didn't I definitely did not think that was going to be the case. I thought this would just go, you know, this would be me shouting into the void and that would be it. Um, 
So the fact that there are actual people who listen to this uh, has kind of made me reevaluate what kind of content, I guess, I want to provide, which sounds really weird just to say that out loud because I'm a pool guy. I scrub tubs for a living. Uh, You know, I'm not a, I do not consider myself a content creator. Um, That being said, there are people who listen to this very regularly. And for you, um, person who's listening, I think I can do better. Uh, Instead of just documenting the every single day uh, or as close to every day uh, journey, you know, instead of just doing that, um, I think what would be more beneficial is if I just share the lessons that I learn or the, you know, the actual game plans, but, you know, quite a bit less of the you know, just tell you what's going on every single day type thing. I I think it'd be more valuable to have more direction, uh, in these episodes. So that's kind of where my head's at. I don't know what the cadence is going to be. It may be once a week. It may be every day. It may be, uh, it's likely not every day. It may be once a month. I'm not really sure. Um, I'm open to feedback too. If you have an idea of how often you think I should be doing this, or how often you would like me to be doing this, is maybe a better way to say it. it you know, let me know. Let me know what what you would love to see out of this. Um, there's a, a way. Uh, I know on Spotify, there's a way to leave a comment or or send me a message. But also, you know, my Instagram is open. Shoot me a DM. Let me know what you think. Um, anyway, so. With all that uh, kind of out of the way, I want to talk to you about uh, the fact that it's now 2023. We are in the new year, and I learned a lot last year. I learned, I learned last year. I think I learned the most in regards to hard lessons learned and mistakes made. Um, hard lessons learned from mistakes made. I think last year was probably the biggest. Um, year I've ever had in my life, really, of, you know, basically what not to do. And um, so moving into 2023, I feel very, I, I feel armed with a much better perspective, a much more realistic perspective. I, I feel armed with, you know, the ability to really start moving this needle forward in a much more sustainable and real way. Um, you know, up to this point, my growth has largely been due to uh, route acquisition and referrals. That's those are the two breadwinners for me. Um, everything else has been meh at best. And uh, you know, looking at my business holistically, although referrals are are awesome and I do get them, um, I do I definitely noticed a downtick in referrals recently. Now, granted, it is the cold; it's January, so it's like the coldest time of the year. So obviously, people aren't, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be growing at the same clip as I would be in like May and June. Um, but but that said, uh, you know, I, I I definitely feel like I'm not getting as many. Uh, customer referrals as I used to, and I'm I'm feeling and seeing a, a decline in that. I don't have like charts or anything like that. I'm just mentally kind of, you know, just keeping an eye on it, and I'm I'm I've got a pretty decent handle of it. So, um, so that's something I need to kind of look at. I need to look at you know service quality, um, and well, not look at. I, I'm act, let me rephrase that. I've been actively looking at that. If you've been listening. Um, I've learned a lot about uh, what not to do when 
having a team and running a team and ensuring quality. Like I, I'm out here every day now. I'm checking my guys' work more regularly. I still need work on that as well. Like when storms come, I don't, I don't do spot checks, but uh, for the most part, I'm still doing spot checks. Um, we're actually starting to standardize a filter cleaning policy, which is three years overdue. I have, uh, you know, as much as I wanted to be on top of filter cleans, it just without fail became the last priority of the day. It became a, oh, we'll just do it next week um, kind of thing. And, you know, every single week would go by and I would figure out ways to punt doing filter cleans. And, and that's terrible. Like, that's not a good way to run a pool service business. Filter cleanings are incredibly important. To maintaining pools, as any pool guy will tell you, and um, you know, I, I think I just allowed myself to be too lazy there. So um, we're fixing that, uh, among other things. So yeah, let's just uh, crack into where we're kind of at as a company. So it's the very beginning of the year. We, as of right now, we have 172 customers. Um, we definitely uh, shrank. Um, I think last year at our peak, we we're at 199, and then you know, I started. Uh, we started. Um, not allowing late payments, um, anymore. And that, that killed like maybe five to 10 pools. Then we stopped allowing mean dogs in the backyard. And and then we kind of stopped allowing like for any new customer, no dogs in the backyard that killed another five or so pools. You know, uh, we stopped allowing poor behavior, uh, you know, that killed another five or so pools. Um, and then just through attrition and, you know, uh, unfortunately poor service towards the end of the summer, um, that probably killed another, uh, five to 15 pools, uh, somewhere around there. And now we're down to 172. We did start growing again. Um, you know, we've picked up maybe five pools in the last month. So, uh, last 30 days, I should say. So we're, we're, we're on the upswing finally. And, um, but I, you know, 171 is not enough for two people, uh, two employees. Uh, that being said, you know, luckily I've been very upfront with my guys and I've, I've let them know that unfortunately they're, they're just not going to have the hours they want, uh, for a bit. We need to grow. Um, and so far they seem on board, um, which is really great. Um, but, but I need to get some, I need to get some accounts as fast as possible. Uh, now I don't have specific like markers, uh, yet, uh, you know, I, I don't have, like, I need to have X accounts by this date. Uh, but what I do have is a direction that I want to start, um, taking the company or really just a, a skill set slash, uh, thing, uh, I guess offensive thing. Um, I really want to standardize and get good at paid advertising. It's just, it's time. I've, I've done it and I've gotten decent results. I've gotten, you know, I, I guess I, what I would say is I, at a very rudimentary level, I have paid ads uh, working. You know, I, I get leads, I would say maybe f- three to five leads a month, maybe. And, and this is my problem. Like, I can't even directly attribute these leads. I just have to, you know, I have to ask people, where'd you find us? You know, blah, blah, blah. And kind of uh, reverse engineer where they came from. And, and I can probably attribute three or so customers a month to paid advertising. Uh, and that's not enough. And, and of those leads, maybe one becomes a customer, right? So uh, that that's not really a good... And, and these are really, I mean, I am really ballparking it. 
unfortunately. So like th- this is me just guessing uh, based off of what I can figure. But uh, that being said, I've, I've fixed a few things recently. Um, but I want, before I get into like the kind of nitty gritty of that, it, I, I do want to just sort of uh, articulate here that this year, uh, last year was about learning all of the, the lessons I needed to learn when it comes to playing defense um, and, and not uh, doing a poor job, not overspending on labor, not allowing people to pay late. You know, all of these things are, are very defensive. Um, you know, the, and, and I'm very happy that I, that we've learned these lessons, but, um, that being said, I feel very strong. I feel like our defense now, uh, is a very, we're, we're in a very strong spot defensively, um, as a company. And, uh, All right, uh, so we're in a very strong spot defensively, and that's great. Um, but in 2023, uh, what I also let me sort of back up. So what I also learned last year, as as well as all of those sort of defensive lessons, like no late payers, no dogs in the backyard, bad behaviors not accepted, uh, staying on top of my guys, improving the quality of service, staying in the field, don't get out of the field too early. These types of, of things um, are all are all great lessons that I've learned, but I'm I'm taking them with me into 2023. Um, and what I also found was, you know, had I had a higher um, throughput or uh, just velocity of new accounts coming in, I don't know if we would have been in such a tough spot towards the end of the year. Um, you know, we, we were in a bad spot, but some of it was because I wasn't growing faster than I was shrinking. And the reality is, is, you know, peak season, I was picking up 10 to 15 accounts a month, which is a lot of accounts. I mean, that's, that's really, really good. Um, I'm really happy with that. Uh, but again, paid ads factored maybe three to five of those, maybe, maybe one, let's say anywhere between one and four of those was a, a paid ad customer. So that's nothing. And of all of the uh, new customer acquisition types, you know, referrals, not so uh, predictable. Uh, Buying customers, very predictable, way overpriced, way too expensive. I I need to not do that this year, right? Um, and, And paid ads, although very small, are really the only type of advertising that you can do, um, or that I that I can do, and that I'm willing to do. That is, you know, ultimately pretty predictable, and uh, you know, it, it really is depending on the ad itself, and then the budget you have for the ad. So that's really where I want to improve this year. This year, um, as much as, all right, sorry about that. Um, you know, uh, paid ads being that they are kind of the only way that I can, uh, predictably, you know, put money in, get customers out. That is not overpriced. Um, like, uh, like buying routes. Um, and also, you know, there are things like postcards, right? Mailers, flyers, uh, door knocking, all of those things. But, uh, I'm not as familiar with, with direct mail, uh, in the mail, uh, physical postcards, um, so I don't know what the results would, would be if I were to focus on that. And, but it's a pretty high 
cost for a very unknown answer. And uh, one of the things I'm trying to, to do this year is to be better about spending high dollar costs for unknown answers. I, I did that. I, I bought a, a magazine ad that gets sent out to every new homeowner. Um, but it was, you know, they couldn't give me conversion rate. They couldn't give me any metrics on it. And lo and behold, a year later, I got zero results from that. And it was 400 bucks a month. You know, I've, I've done things in the past where I spend money thinking that it's, oh, this is the best idea ever. This is definitely going to be the magic bullet. I'm finally going to get X, Y, and Z. And then I don't have any results. Um, and door knocking, kind of the, not the exact same, but uh, similar, right? I've never done it. So, but it's a pretty, it, it, where paid ads is a pretty intense uh, financial spend. Door knocking is a really intense uh, time spent. And, you know, I, I would imagine if I were really going hard, I could probably get a hundred or so, uh, doors knocked a day, but I don't know what the conversion rate would be. There would definitely be some time for me to like get used to it. Um, you know, I'm not afraid to do it necessarily, but it's certainly not the way I want to spend my time. And, and quite frankly, I, I still have to do pools. It's not like I can just do this all day. Um, every day. So I would have to figure out a happy medium. So there's a lot to, that would go into a brand new thing. And again, I don't know how successful that would be. I've heard mixed results from mixed people. Now, granted, people are different, uh, have different sales ability. I definitely have a uh, natural proclivity for sales. So I may, I, w- I would imagine I would have more uh, luck than somebody who doesn't have that, but I don't know what those results would be. So and then that leaves paid ads left, right? Uh, social media is another one I get. I guess social media is another one and, and affiliate networking is another one. But paid ads is one that I've done. I've gotten results. And so because of that, I know sort of with minimal spend, I can get results. What happens when I get, uh, what happens when I put more effort into it? And what happens when I put more spend into it? Uh, right. And so, um, this year, I really want to dial in our paid ads funnels. I, I really, really want to learn to drive more traffic uh, to my website. I want to uh, in, improve my um, conversions for leads and then overall improve our, our acquisition by using paid ads. So that's strategy number one this year is to really go hard on pay ad, paid ads, really learn how to drive sales through paid marketing, specifically Google ads. I tried a little bit with Facebook and we may try a little bit more with Facebook uh, or, or I guess meta ads later. But, um, you know, for the most part, I, I really do want to, uh, I, I really want to try to get our, our paid media or sorry, our paid uh, advertising, pay-per-click advertising, um, really rocking and rolling. Um, I, and I think it's going to be the one that I'm going to see the most results on the fastest. And that's why I'm, I'm going to be doing. So, uh, I started a whole new, uh, Google ads campaign. I had one, I've had a few that are, you know, quote unquote matured and, and running and, you know, snagging 10 to 20 clicks a day, but none of the, they, they were not set up, uh, correctly. And they were set up for phone calls. And before I wanted phone calls. Um, but now I, you know, I've realized that, um, the, the main thing that I really want are leads to fill out forms so that I can pre-vet like location. Um, you know, if you're willing to give me, you know, I thought if you're willing to call me, that means you're pretty serious. And I think that's still true. Um, and I, and I'm, I'm not even knocking, uh, phone call ads on Google. I, I don't, I don't think that it's a bad idea to invest in those. But what I do also think is that 
you know, I was putting a lot of stock into if you're calling me, that means you're serious and you're ready to go. And although that may be true, that is not necessarily, it does not necessarily mean that I've vetted you very well. Like the, the lead has not been necessarily vetted and it's not necessarily a qualified lead. Um, and uh, one step to qualify someone, the first step I, I do is I ask location, where are you? And if you're calling me, you could be calling me out, outside of my uh, advertising area. You just somehow happen to see the ad and you call and then that, you know, that was a waste of money. Um, versus if you're filling out a form, um, I don't necessarily, you know, not to say that I, I shouldn't call people that fill out the form and I, I, I'll have to figure this out, but you know, my goal is to get to a point where we're getting, you know, 10, 20 leads a day. Uh, and, and if I get to that point, um, you know, spending tons, and I understand that means I'm spending tons, but um, if I can get to that point, I, I don't know if I'll call back leads that are not qualified. I, I'll have to, and again, these are things that I'll have to like learn, um, you know, what is the best practice here. But, uh, you know, I, I do want to uh, get people to fill out forms. And then uh, the other thing I was thinking is, you know, my form requires an address and an email address and a phone number. So, you know, I don't know if you if it's if you can really say that uh, uh, someone is not motivated or someone is less motivated than someone picking up the phone and calling, if they're willing to give you their that personal information, that level of personal information is pretty, you know, that's pretty personal, right? Um, and so... And then also finally, you know, filling out the form, that allows me to not constantly be on my phone, not constantly, uh, you know, talking to people. I can actually focus on my work. And then when it's time to do my sales uh, type work, I can sit down and just bang out uh, a list of leads. I know, you know, likely I will end up just calling leads as soon as I get them because I do know time to call uh, a lead is really important. Um, but I like having that in my back pocket. If I'm stuck on a job or, or something's not going right, or I'm just, you know, for whatever reason, just really not there. Um, I can call them later, you know, I, it's versus missing a call. Who knows? Versus, you know, missing a call and then not having the address, not knowing what they want, all that stuff. So, uh, I, I do feel like uh, funneling people through our website and lead collection system uh, will net a better quality lead overall and will allow me to uh, just honestly and also just finally just operate the way I want to operate. So paid advertising, that is the name of the game for this year. Um, I don't know a lot uh, about it. Like I have, like, like I said, I have a rudimentary level. I can set up a campaign. I know what an ad is. I know what an ad group is. I know, you know, I know the concepts. I know click through rate. I know, you know, CPC. I know what all the metrics mean. Um, but I don't know what's standard. I don't know, you know, things that I don't know are how long should it take before the ad is seasoned. And then, you know, once it's, past its sort of maturity or like, you know, learning phase where it's, it's becoming more and more efficient, which can take anywhere from two to four weeks up to 90 days. Right. And at what point do I know I need to tweak the ad? At what point do I know I need to increase the ad spend? And at what point do I know, you know, at what, at what point do I know this isn't working and I need a new, uh, a new ad. And then also finally, I'm, you know, one thing I'm a little concerned about is like how many campaigns can I have running at the same time with roughly the same, uh, stuff. And, and am I competing with myself? So these are kind of the more, uh, 
I guess, intermediate level questions that I'm looking to answer now. And then hopefully that will net me better results. And then from there, I can start moving into the more advanced uh, type stuff. You know, I'm, I'm going to be working on my offers uh, a lot. Um, you know, I want to experiment with a lot of offers. And that's one thing I will say. One reason why I'm still interested in doing Facebook ads is it does seem like you can more rapidly test ads on Facebook than you can with Google. Again, you know, don't put too much thought. Like, I am not teaching you how to do this stuff. I don't know if that's true. But that seems to be the case because, you know, you spin up a Facebook ad, I seem to be getting results faster. Um, Not as good as Google, um, and the leads that I've generated from Facebook are kind of trashy, but, uh, I get results faster. So I feel like I can test, uh, things faster and, and, you know, find winners faster, but you know, paid advertising, that's going to be the name of the game for the year. I really want to get good at, uh, building landing pages with different offers and work on my offers. Um, I read a book multiple times now and I'm still, rereading it and re-listening to it, audiobook, uh, the audiobook version of it. Um, $100 million offers by Alex Hermosi. Uh, I mean, the dude's built multiple deca-million-dollar businesses. So, uh, you know, the guy knows what he's talking about, and I'm, I'm here to learn. So, or I'm trying to learn. So, uh, I've re-read this thing, and I've, I've, you know, put together a few offers. None of them have really worked all that well yet, but also it's January. So, it's it's just kind of this tricky, like, is it even going to work for a while? I don't even know. Um, so, but yeah, paid ads is a hundred percent where I want to go, uh, this year. Um, I don't have any, uh, customer count objectives this year. I don't have any, uh, yearly revenue goals. I don't really even have any yearly, uh, dollar amount profit goals. Uh, my goal this year is to save $20,000 for my family personal, um, get, get 20 grand in, have an emergency fund for my children and myself and my wife. Uh, and then, uh, to do that, my goal is to, um, uh, so I, I follow and maybe it'd be important to back up. So I have a, a bank account for all of my profit. And every, every time we get paid, I take 10% or, or as up to 10%, as much as I can up to 10%, um, and I put it into that profit account and every three months I, I take a profit distribution. And so my goal uh, with that account is every single month I want to save more in that profit account than I did the previous month. So I really wanna push that profit number up. Um, my goal this year is to get paid. Uh, I've, I've worked for three years. Uh, I barely made anything in 2023. I'm actually uh, anxious to do my taxes because I, I don't think I made more than like 35,000 last year. If you could even really say I made anything because I did, uh, I took out a, a, you know, uh, I refinanced my home, took out money out of my home and I put it in uh, almost all of it into the business. Um, and and I, like, that's a personal loan that I made to my company. And so I think technically I didn't make anything last year. Um, but we'll see, we'll see what, uh, my, my, um, enrolled agent, you know, has to say about our taxes. Uh, but I don't think I made very much. And, um, the previous year before that, I think we made 50,000 and maybe that sounds like a lot to some people, but, um, you know, you got to remember I, I live in California. 
Um, I live in one of the most expensive cities in California. The, it's it's definitely not, you know, it's definitely not like the highest, but I would say it's probably maybe the fourth. It's within the fourth through seventh most expensive for sure. Like area, I should say. Maybe not city, but like um, if you think about just geographic areas, regions, it's one of the most expensive regions um, in California. And, you know, so, and I have I have a mortgage. I have two kids. I have a dog, you know, it's my wife and I, so, uh, and, and we don't, you know, and I'm proud to say this, like we don't have people helping us. Um, I, I'm not proud to say that, but I, I'm proud to say that we do it on our own. It's just us. It's like whatever we, we make, we don't have mommy and daddy helping. Um, like, uh, like a lot of people, my generation do, like, I don't have that. And I'm, and I, I am glad that that's the case because, <laughs> I'm, I am self-sufficient and I, I worry for the people, you know, when the, when the going gets tough, I worry for the people who, um, are, are too accepting of help, but that's just me on my high horse. Uh, so, you know, 40, 50 grand, which I think the first year we made like 40, the second year, I think we made 50. And then last year, I don't think we made anything, you know, that's not a lot for where I live, where I live now. If I was in the middle of like the Midwest and in, in a very small town, that may be plenty of money. Uh, but just it's here. It's, it's just not as much. It, it doesn't go as far as you might think. Um, now, we're not like I'm not eating top ramen and beans. And, like the first year I ate beans and rice like all year. I, I barely I barely ate anything. I, we barely ate out. We, um, you know, 10 bucks at Taco Bell for bean and rice burritos was like a splurge that was our, our splurge. And we would do that maybe once every two months that first year. So, um, that was us living high, uh, living the high life. Um, you know, now, now we, we live a lot better. I mean, the, the income is a lot more stable. Uh, you know, it, it's not a lot, but we can, we can live a decent life. So we're not like as, as though, although I think technically I am considered maybe not poverty level in my state, I think in my state, I might be considered poverty level, but I don't feel impoverished. Um, but I, I am most certainly not middle class. I definitely believe that we are a working class family at this point. I definitely believe that we, uh, do not live, uh, in the lap of luxury, but we are not uncomfortable. I, I think that, does that make sense? So this year I'm tired of that. So I'm, I'm tired of, of not really having enough like having enough, but not having enough to really enjoy. Um, you know, I, I can't justify spending on certain things and I'd like to be able to buy my kids stuff. I'd like to be able to go up more events on the weekends with my sons. I'd like to be able to do things that cost money, um, that are fun. Like I'd love to take my kids to go, go kart racing, although they're a little young for go kart racing, but I think you get my point. Um, you know, I should be able to spend a hundred bucks in a weekend and, and on my kids and building memories with them. And right now everything I do is more or less free. Um, but there's a lot of fun stuff that you pay for. And I want to do that fun stuff. Like, you know, you don't get, uh, let's just be real. You don't get into business for yourself if you want to be poor. Right. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying like, I don't want to, I want to make a lot of money. And so that's what I want to do this year. This year, my goal is to make a shitload of money. I want to make as much money as I can. That's why I have a $20,000 savings goal. It's a loose $20,000 savings goal. The main goal is to save more in my profit account than I did the previous month. That's the main goal. I think it should, in theory, net roughly that. Um, 
but I don't know exactly how much it's going to make me. But that being said, I don't want to touch that money. So this is going to be a year of saving for me, a year of taking the money out and giving it to myself and giving it to my family. Because the other thing is we're in a recession. We've been in a recession for a few, you know a couple of quarters now, um, and, and it's becoming undeniable. So even the people who are like, oh, but the president said it's not actually a recession, eventually they're not going to be able to continue to say that. Uh, and that's not a political statement. Don't read into it. I'm not, I'm not getting political. Um, I'm just saying, you know, the White House put out a thing saying that we're not technically, you know, even though it looks like we're in a recession, we're really not. Um, some BS like that. I, you know, the, the technical definition is is GDP shrinking two quarters in a row, and it is, and that's what's happening. So uh, we we've been in a recession, um, and and pretty soon it's going to become undeniable. Uh, and when that happens, I think there may be a little bit of pandemic or uh, pandemic uh, panic. I don't know. You know, I'm not an economist. I'm a pool guy, but I think there might be a little bit of panic when people really accept and understand that not only are we in a recession, but we've been in one. We may see a little bit of panic, and um, you know, business might take a hit. So I don't, um, I don't know what's going to happen this year. So if my business takes a hit, I want to make sure that I've been taking as much money out for myself as possible because I've been giving everything to this business for three years straight. Now it's time to start taking. It's time for this start this business to start serving me instead of me serving it as much, right? So that's, that's the big goal for the year is to just be able to pay myself and take money out of this thing and, and live a better life, have my family live a better life. Um, finally, uh, uh, this year, so we have paid ads, we have financial goals this year, um, and then uh, finally, I just, I want to improve. That's, you know, we almost sold this company. Um, we, at the end of the year, I, I gave up, I put a route up for sale, it was about two-thirds of my book of business, and um, luckily I came to my senses before the end of the year, and, and I said, you know what? I'm in it for the long haul. I don't want to start over on another business. And if you want to listen to all that, that whole saga, it's, it's, it's in here. It's a, you know, go, just go back a you know, month or two and, and, uh, you'll see it. But, um, you know, I came to my senses. Well, uh, just recently, um, even though we, we let the company that I was doing business with, we let them know we're, we're no longer interested in selling. They never took our listing down. And I was just offered a, um, a soft offer, I guess, um, or a tender offer. I don't know what, what it's called, but, uh, I was, I was made an offer for that route. It was under my list price, which was already under what it should have been. Um, and, uh, but it was a lot of money, you know, it was like hundred, 150,000. Um, it was tough. It was, you know, I had to think about it they didn't really give me a lot of time to think, which is another reason. I don't think I would be doing business with this company. I, I'm not going to say which company it is because um, I, I do have a non-disclosure. So I'm not I'm not going to give any details about the deal. I'm not going to give any details about the route. I don't really like saying where I'm from uh, on this anyway. Uh, and I'm certainly not here to um, burn bridges or, you know, trash another, another business just trying to make a living, but I'm not, I'm, I was not impressed, uh, whatsoever with, with the, the company that I was working with. And, and, and to the point where I, I don't, I think I will just find a, my own broker next time because I don't, I don't really ever want to do business with them because it just, they're a little sleazy, a little too sleazy. Didn't want to, you know, it just, it just wasn't a good experience. I, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. It wasn't a good experience. I don't think they're very capable. That being said, 
um, they did find an offer. So maybe capable is not the right word. I think they could have, they could have done a lot better. Um, but, um, you know, I, I got an offer and I turned it down and I definitely, I'm not, I would be lying to you if I said I, I haven't been somewhat haunted by that, um, ever since, but they didn't give me chance, you know, a, a chance to really process it, think about it. And which is maybe for the better. So we just ended up turning it down because they needed an answer right away. And it's like, well, I'm not going to give you an answer right away when I've already told you I'm not even selling. And then you went and solicited offers for it anyway. So you can either wait or I'll just give you the answer. But the answer you're going to get if you force it is not going to be the answer you wanted. So uh, I didn't give him the answer he wanted. Uh, you know, the answer was no. But it... Uh, Boy, it, it was kind of a it's it's a tough one because on one hand, I know I'm making the right call because the reality is is starting over is not the way to go. You know, it took a lot of work to get to where I am now. Now, granted, I could stay solo and I could cap out my growth, dissolve the bottom, grow the top, grow the top, dissolve the bottom. I don't know how you're supposed to say that right, but. Uh, I think you get the point, you know, take on higher paying customers, get rid of lower paying customers, and then put up routes for sale um, periodically and just take big, big cash outs every year. Really, I could probably do that every year and just take big cash outs every year. Um, I just have to hold them and then, you know, sell them and then hold them and sell them and hold them and sell them. But, uh, you know, some of the concerns there, and and this is another example of grass is always greener. You know, I was thinking, I was also thinking like I could start experimenting at at my lowest points. I was, I was thinking about experimenting with going into a completely new industry, um, and starting over, uh, all the way with a higher leverage opportunity. And then, you know, selling routes is a pretty high leverage opportunity. And it is, and all those things are true, but it's not really what I set out to build. When I started this, I set out to build a recurring revenue based uh, service business, um, you know, pool cleaning. That's what I set out to do. And I want, you know, I set out to build it. Um, you know, at first I thought I would be able to sell when it got to like, you know, 150, 300,000 in revenue. And I'd be able to sell for like two to three times the yearly revenue. I did, I had no idea what I was talking about, but in the back of my mind, I always kind of had the idea, like, I want to, I want to build a million dollar a year company. And I still do. And, and, and once I learned that, you know, selling a $300,000 company for 2X is not even in the cards, it became build a million dollar a year company. That was my goal. And I haven't accomplished it. And now that goal is even really shifted to uh, do this for as long as it takes until I'm like absurdly wealthy and, and successful. That's that's really the goal now. Like do this forever. Uh, either either get do this until I am either like astronomically wealthy um, or I die. Like there, there is no time horizon on there. There's no time limit. It's my lifespan, right? Uh, make as much money as I humanly can, uh, and, and try to figure this out as, as best as I can. And that doesn't mean that I will stay on the exact same business model, but so far I have not found, um, truly found a limitation to this, to this business model yet. Um, that, uh, that I can't necessarily, uh, that I can't overcome. I did hit a pretty substantial roadblock and a, a pretty substantial wall last year. But when looking at it objectively, the reason why I could not uh, go past that wall was because I have not developed the skills required, the skills, attributes, beliefs required to get past that. Because I'm, you know, or, or in other words, I'm not good enough yet. I'm not good enough at this yet. And that's okay. 
right? Um, so my goal is is uh, completely divorced. My, my goals with this company now are, uh, you know, loosely build a million dollar a year company just as a nice checkpoint. Um, but more, moreover and more importantly, uh, become incredibly wealthy. Just become rich as hell doing this. Be- become over the top successful doing this and, and do this for as long as it takes to get there or die one or the other. Right. Uh, and so there's no time limit here. Uh, my goal is pretty clear, you know, and until I'm just absurdly wealthy, this is what I'll be doing. Um, and, and I say all that because, um, I'm going to get into kind of customer count where we're at and what I'd like to see, but just know that, you know, this stuff is, is really just me loosely ballparking. I'm not, I'm not setting any hard goals. I don't have hard revenue goals. I don't have hard customer count goals. I have, um, can I improve goals? Right. Um, so right now we're at 172 customers. Um, I would like to see that to 200. Um, I honestly, I would like to see that to 250 because at 250, I, I, that's enough for two full-time guys and myself having a, a small 50 pool route, um, per week, um, uh, with each guy doing a hundred. Um, so that's kind of like the first loose goal, but, uh, you know, to get there, how do I get there? Well, I need to, uh, I've already kind of improved a lot of my defense and I, that doesn't mean I need to stop. You know, one of the things I need to learn to do is swallow my pride and, uh, try to re-engage old customers and try to get old customers back into the fold. Um, you know, uh, and, and do that regularly, like maybe once a quarter, once every six months, just blast out an email to all former customers. Right. Um, you know, another thing, uh, uh so th- things like that. So like improve in that way, improve in retention, improve in, in defense for sure, but also improve in offense. Like, right. Like I said, right now I'm getting maybe one to three lead slash customers this time of year, maybe during the summer, it's like maybe one to, uh, five customers from paid advertising. Um, can I get that to 10 leads a day? Can I get 10 leads a day? And of those 10 leads a day, can I get two new customers? I think that's a, a I, I think that's a doable goal, um, by the end of the year. Now I'm not even saying that I want, I, I I'm not saying that that is the goal. And if I don't get that, I'm going to be bummed that I didn't get that. What I'm saying is that's the direction I want to go. I also want to blow past it. I want a hundred leads a day. I want to grow like crazy. Right. Uh, but you know, can I get at least to like five to 10 leads a day and I'm not there today. So what are the steps I can do on a day to day basis to improve that? And one is to improve my paid advertising, uh, my outreach and then quality of service. Um, but you know, get more, you know, high, get more, uh, five-star reviews, um, all that good stuff. So I, my goal this year is to improve because I think if I had higher, um, acquisition, I don't think I would have had as much trouble as I had last year. Now, granted, again, I'm grateful for the trouble I had last year because we're so much stronger and I was going to have to rip that bandaid off eventually. Like one of the, one of these days I was going to have to rip these band-aids off and learn those lessons. So it's probably better that I learned earlier rather than later. Um, but also had I had better acquisition, I would not have had to stop and learn those lessons last year. Um, so this year, now that I've learned those lessons, I really want to get back to, uh, acquisition and building that, um, that, that acquisition funnel 
and improving there so that uh, we just we can start growing at a faster clip and keeping our because now that we know how to keep our customers right um, and, and play that defense I want to learn to grow at a faster clip so that's uh, you know more or less that's where we're at um, I'm excited about this year I'm excited uh, to see where this goes um, you know, I, I'm ready. I, I'm really ready to, to just embark on this journey of improvement and self-improvement. Um, you know, really what I feel like is I am in a situation where I have uh, the, the activities that I do on a day-to-day basis running this business are a way to just improve on a day-to-day basis and, and, and really build a life that I, the life of my dreams, right? I mean, you don't, like I said, you don't go into business wanting a mediocre life. You don't, you don't pay these kinds of prices mentally, spiritually, physically, if you want to have just a regular ass life. You do this because you believe that you can build something amazing. And I, I truly do believe that. I think, I think I can build something amazing for myself, for my customers, for my employees. Um, I, I really do. And I, I think I'd be doing myself and my community and my family and everybody a disservice if I don't go for it. Um, and, and so I, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. 2023, I'm in for the day-to-day operation. It might be a really brutal year just due to macroeconomics, but at the end of the day, I'm in for the long haul. You know, macroeconomics, be damned. I mean, I'll, I'll be here in 10 years. I'll be here in 20 years, likely. Um you know, in, in some capacity, hopefully by then it'll be in a completely different capacity of than, than where I'm at now, uh, because I'll have made, been making improvements. And, and that's, you know, if I, if I want to leave you with one thing, uh, if you take away nothing else, uh, from, from, you know, what I'm talking about, where we're at, what we learned last year and what we want to be able to do in the future is that my only real goal is to improve on a day-to-day basis. That's my only real goal. Like I, as long as I came to work and, and made as, uh, as much of an improvement to work as I can, um, then I did my job for that day. And, uh, you know, hopefully over time and in theory over time that should, com- that should build up and then be able to start compounding on itself. Those improvements should be able to compound, um, over, over time. And I don't have a limit on time. So my lifespan is the limit on time. So I'm pretty sure we can, we can build something pretty cool here. So, um, things may change. The models may change later. If I change my mind on selling routes and stuff, um, you know, but for now it's full steam ahead and, um, I'm excited and I'm ready for it. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of where we're at. So I want to leave you, uh, you know, with that, um, Again, I don't know when the next time we'll be talking um, will be. So until then, I hope you uh, have a good rest of your day and, and uh, you know, talk to you then. Bye.